Welcome, everybody, to another week of Keep the Kayfabe. I'm Mike, coming to you here from Milwaukee, Wisconsin, with my buddies, Steve. Hey, yo. What up? And my buddy, Matt. Hey, guys. What's going on? And our esteemed guest and our first guest of Keep the Kayfabe. It's been a slow build, yeah. as it should, in great wrestling fashion. We've been talking our friend up a lot here. Charlie, welcome to Keep the Kayfabe. Oh! oh. <laughs> Absolutely. I, uh, Little hacksaw. I, I don't know mm-hmm. if I should point out that the only reason Charlie's here this week is because Greg the Hammer Valentine turned us down. Yeah, yes. I know. He had to go for second best, so yeah. it happens. It's okay. Well, I'm we'll excited to have time. you. Yeah, I'm excited thanks. to have you here because, uh, I mean, you – Pretty much dub. We were struggling to find a name for a long time too. And when you were just texting, like "keep the cafe," I was like, "Did Charlie just name the podcast?" <laughs> so yeah, they did. It's only appropriate that we have you as our first guest. So Charlie is our good buddy, and um, knows a shit ton about wrestling. And, what I can remember. What I can yeah. remember. <laughs> oh, God, he's just being modest. Just wait. Just wait. But um, how we all kind of became kind of friends it's kind of crazy we haven't known you know one another for a long long time but we kind of hit it off uh right away when i used to run a coffee business and where i would set up in the morning it was on a bike it was a cargo bike where i would serve coffee on it and serve it to people on the way into work and john's controls um a business in milwaukee and uh I would set up in the mornings there and I would, you know, crank some music, serve some coffee, but I also wanted to put a little wrestling um, flair on the cart because nobody's just going to walk up to you and be like, Hey, you know what? I love the ultimate warrior. I love, <laughs> you know, people don't do that. People don't do that with the ultimate warrior period. Yeah. <laughs> and and wrestling is... is just something that makes me happy. So I was like, I want to find the people that are into it too. And I mean, I met Matt, I met Steve, and I met Charlie kind of all separately. Yeah. Then sometimes they would visit the cart and overlap interactions, and we would just talk wrestling, just what's going on. Not even what's going on, just some fun facts, whatever. But, you know, since then, we just kind of remained friends and, you know, actually gone to wrestling shows together and traveled to wrestling shows together down to Chicago and... You know, Steve and Charlie went to StarCast. I met them down yep. there. Me and Matt yep. went to NXT TakeOver. So it's just crazy. And just we went to TakeOver, too. Or we went to NXT show. It was TakeOver. Yeah, that's right. We went to TakeOver, too, yeah. Yeah, All-State Arena, where I couldn't yep. get the fucking tickets up for, uh, like, 10 yep, minutes. We were, we, were quite, we were quite late. Oh, <laughs> dude, we missed this moose all the time. I think we saw it, but we just weren't we in our a, cramped seats. Yeah, we missed the beginning match, pretty much. Guys, Gosh. which TakeOver was that? That was uh, the Survivor Series ones, War Games. Was it the War Games? Yeah, was it was the War Games when Ciampa went off the top. Yep. Oh. the cage, yeah. 
was yeah. nuts. Yeah, Becky and uh, Matt were supposed to go to that one, but they just moved in. Oh, yeah, they couldn't go. House. Yeah, yeah, unfortunately, we missed that one. But the one we did make was TakeOver Chicago 2, which had the street fight between Tommaso Ciampa. Oh, that's a good one. Seriously, yeah. one of the best matches I've ever seen on TV and in real life. So I'm to this day, I that was the best show I've seen for sure. So we're going to just get in the show just because we're all just still kind of – we've never gotten to a conversation about how we all just got hooked – in the wrestling, like you kind of this day and age when you're an adult, you either got to like be fully committed and say, you know, you're kind of not it all, all the way in the pool or you're all the way out. So, I mean, mm-hmm. it feels like we're all in, no pun intended for our love of AEW. But um, does anybody want to go and talk about how they got into uh, their love of wrestling? Yeah, I mean, I guess I can kick things off for the group. So, yeah, back in, I want to say it was 1990, uh, my first memory of watching wrestling was uh, with my parents when they rented SummerSlam on VHS from the local video store. And I remember Bret Hart being on the cover, um, but that wasn't what I loved about it. What I loved about it was um, The Ultimate Warrior was in one of the matches on the video. And I just remember watching it and hearing his entrance music hit. And immediately I was like, oh my God, who is this guy? And this guy runs all the way to the ring, just shakes the rope, has maybe a 20 second match. And I'm pretty sure the only move he did was a gorilla press and lifts the other guy over his head and just drops them. Sounds about right. Back in 1990, people must've been pretty weak because that's all it took to pin them. Um, Where nowadays you can take a Canadian's destroyer (laughs) to the outside and survive it. Yeah, no um, kidding. Multiple yeah. times. Yeah, different different times, man. I don't know. People nowadays are just a lot tougher, I guess. But anyway, so um, so that's what first got me into it. And then I kind of got away from it just because, you know, it was hard to keep up. Um, but then in 90, I want to say 1998, my parents ended up getting satellite TV, finally. We'd never had cable, satellite, nothing. Uh, so one of the first things I want to watch now that we have cable TV channels is Monday Night Raw. So... I couldn't have picked a better time. Stone Cold was the man at the time. The Rock was starting to make his ascent. And I watched it for probably three to four years straight. Like I did not miss a Monday night. We would go on family vacations and sometimes out of the country. And I remember looking at my mom and going, hey, you realize we're missing Monday Night Raw right now, right? (laughs) (laughs) So a couple more years after that, um, it, it just, you know, once Austin turned heel, I think at WrestleMania 17, things just started to go downhill from there, in my opinion. Um, and I kind of fell off shortly after. And then finally, when this all came full circle was 20, I want to say 2015. I have a friend who invited me over to watch WrestleMania. It was the year they were in San Jose. Um, and it was uh, Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar for the main event. Um, for the first time, I need to clarify of all the many WrestleMania matches they've had. Um, and after that, I was immediately just back into it. Um, I remember my boss at the time was into it. He convinced me to re-sign up or just sign up at that time for WWE Network. So I did and pretty much just got all in ever since then. Nice. Very cool. Nice. I'm just glad you got your parents actually let you watch wrestling because... <sighs> Mine was not, it wasn't like that. I mean, I would have, if I had like a nurturing figure with me, maybe watching wrestling, my life would be totally different. But I was not allowed to watch wrestling. So it made it more special. So it had more of a a grip on me. Like when I like had an opportunity to watch it, like I would could kind of like sneak it in another room and I could hear my mom maybe come down the hallway, click the previous channel. So it go to like 
PBS, like Wishbone or some shit like that. And then like go back to wrestling. So I'd have to be kind of sneaky and I would have to like watch it like at church in our like recreation room. So me and my best friend, we would like watch WCW Saturdays, put each other in the Scorpion death locks and like just wreak havoc, like in our church rec room while our sister's, were the same age and they had choir practice after us. So we had an hour to burn and it just lined up perfectly with uh, wrestling. But yeah, I mean, ever since then, I've always loved it, but obviously like kind of in college, I, I kind of got out of it a little bit. Um, like during the CM Punk, Cena glory days, something like that. But honestly, just now that you're an adult and you can make your own choice to be like, you know what? I know who I am and I love who I am. I want people to know that I love wrestling because we can go on and on about how great it is and how stupid it is or whatever. I mean, it's just a great talking point. And I just love the people that are involved because it's, it's just a crazy phenomena. And now that there's so much of it nowadays through AEW promotion, when NXT uh, was rolling, that's kind of when I first really was loud and proud about like, man, NXT every Wednesday, that is some good shit not to take the words out of Vince's mouth, but, um, yeah. That's okay. He doesn't that about his own yeah. He doesn't <laughs> even think it's good. So whatever I, yeah, it was just like the perfect dose where I'm just like, okay, I'm going to take an hour of every week and just sit down, not check my phone and just sink into the wrestling. So I got a little bit more stoked about it. And then that's when I met you guys and I could talk about it with like-minded people, AEW rolls around. So now that's kind of like, I am who I am now, and I'm proud to be here. I'm happy to be here. <laughs> so. Nice. Yeah. I can't believe you got into wrestling at church. Seth Rollins would be proud. Mm-hmm. He's the Messiah, after all. <laughs> exactly. Where do you think that gimmick came from? He probably had the same experience. Yeah. In, da- in Davenport, Iowa, I mean, there's not a lot to do, but maybe go to church. Not really, dude. That's my hometown, dude. It's like, what? Yeah, I grew up in the Quad City area. Yeah. I thought you grew up in Texas. No, I'm from the Quad Cities, Western Illinois, man. That's my. <laughs> oh. I, I got a buddy. I know, well, I got a buddy. I know. I met through some friends at wrestling that know that know that know him well and saw him when he was oh, in, yeah. the, in the Independence and coming up and doing matches around there. Tyler Black. Yep, he used to come up here too. I guess he did some shows up here at the Knights yeah. of Columbus and uh, for uh, what's his name, um, the guy yeah. who. No, not here. Um, what's the guy? Um, CM Punk and all those guys work for him. That had the, he used to have those Friday night shows at the house, of, the house of um, the Knights of Colum- the Lights of Columbus. Yeah, the, yeah. What's that federation? The guy I can't think of his name now. Um, we don't yeah, know shit, and, we, he, and he's we're a, jo- a wrestling he, podcast. Yeah, <laughs> he was a jobber here. What is his name, man? Um, Defalco. Yeah, Frankie, Frankie the Thumper. Yeah, yeah. He runs. Yeah, <laughs> Bruce City. Is it Bruce City Wrestling? I think yeah. it's Bruce oh, City okay. Wrestling, actually. Yeah, so nice. yeah, they that was like a big hub. So he did shows up here and all that stuff. And those guys would do the, you know, the, the circuit. All you had to do was say Jobber, Frankie DeFalco, more yeah. on his own. AWA <laughs> Jobber, yep. Yeah. Yep. He was on TV. Yeah. How did you get so deep in the wrestling, though, Charlie? Because you, like, you, like, know everybody from wow. before they get famous. You're like. Oh, well, yeah. Well, I'm a little bit of the, the oldest hot of. I was. I, all of oldest out of all of us, but um, I was in it pretty much since birth. I think one or two, man. My uh, Damn. 
um, my folks were, uh, my dad's a big wrestling fan and my mom and him would go and we nice. lived near, we lived near Memphis. This was back in the seventies, late sixties, early seventies. And so, um, I would go every, I w- they would go every Monday night to, uh, the Memphis shows. Cause Mem- for Memphis, that's where, I think that's where raw kind of stole that having a live show every Monday night. Because so that's that, with, had- uh, Jerry, the King Lawler. Yep. Wow. When, Jerry, when Jerry owned that, still owned that territory and ran it. Wow. So when I was a kid from two years old going there, I was, I was kind of wow. ingrained to it ever since it. And then, you know, I kind of got away from it, watching it as a kid. And then, you know, um, when Hogan and Piper and Iron Sheik and those guys were coming up, I got into it then. And that's when I went to my first live show as like a teen. You know, I was nice. always into the, to the, to the bad guys, you know? So I've always, uh, I remember my first show I went to, we went to a, was at one of our high school gyms and uh, it was Iron Sheik and Hogan uh, had a match and we came in with the, with cows like the, uh, like the Iron Sheik, and it was awesome, dude. I yes. was we got booed by the whole crowd because in those days, everybody loved the good oh, guys. Yeah. Everybody <laughs> loved the good guys. So we were drinking beers. We came in there drunk, rooting you for were the already, uh, You are already doing for, works at the young age, huh? Oh, yeah, rooting for the Sheik and stuff. Oh, so I love it. Great. I, I would, love yeah, it. Yeah, that was awesome, dude. I was always in the heels. Piper was my first, you know, first wrestling oh. T-shirt and the first uh, – big guy that I loved, you know, I was into. So followed it for a while, followed it for a while in the eighties and then fell off in the nineties for a while. And then, um, I got back into it when the, uh, wrestling war started with WCW, mm-hmm. you know, I kind of started watching nitro and it was a good show when it had a good angle with the whole NWO thing coming over. And then, mm-hmm. you know, just the whole Monday night wars. And then, so then w, or w, or WWF came up and, you know, with Austin and The Rock. And then I made the total switch over because their shows were so much better. And, I, you know, I kind of stayed around with it for a while, fell off. Then what really got me back into it then and where I've been cruising now is ECW. When ECW was around, I was all about ecw man ecw was great it was it was like every i mean a lot of places talk about it today it's it's got the same feels in aew but you know but it was more hardcore of a fan how did you how did you watch it though because it wasn't like did you get the tapes like a lot of tapes tapes? yeah a lot of tapes and a lot of sometimes you can find clips on the internet so there was tapes and just guys had tapes and stuff and so i'd watch it and catch it and also too i think I can't remember how it was back then, too. Was it? I can't remember if I had one of those streaming cable boxes. Oh, a black box? Yeah, I had a black box. That's how I watched all the all the yes. WWE pay-per-views and stuff. And, and porn. Yeah, yeah, and porn. Yeah. A lot of so, spice, the, spice Channel. Yep, yep. All, yeah, Spice Channel. I forgot about that. So, yeah, got into it then. And then kind of fell off after The Rock and those guys kind of went away. And then I got into Ring of Honor, man. And then Ring of Honor. Yep turned me on to all this other stuff with new japan and how how good that was and then i kind of that's where i learned about the box and everybody else that's popular now but all those guys that are you know where they that were, had been killing the independent scene for the last 10 years steen and about owens you know although found out about all those guys back then adam cole you know all those guys you know it's like one of the best matches i ever saw was uh, uh in the last year it was um it was uh, Ring of Honor with Adam Cole versus um, Jay, or Jay White. 
and it was mm-hmm. just here in Milwaukee, man, at a house show they had. You know, right yeah. a little bit before um, Cole made the move over to to NXT, it was oh, it was it was fantastic. You know, but um, that's kind of how I got into it. It's kind of been in my blood. My dad was a huge wrestling fan. He was buying Dave Meltzer's dirt sheets back in the '80s, man, and I thought he was crazy. He would he would tape. That's amazing. <laughs> Oh, dude, he would tape, you know, because we were big tapers and we had a satellite and stuff. So he would tape every uh, Saturday night show, you know, watching. He was into the dirt sheets and everything. You know, that was his thing. He was a been a wrestling fan. He's, he got back into it in the last year about AEW, and he's, he likes AEW. But he just had a – I'm, I'm kind of rambling here, but he just had a big problem with McMahon back in the 90s when he took over, when he ran out the Federation. So that just soured him on wrestling for years. Oh, you know? wow. Yeah. And which as I am as an adult now, that's how I feel about WWF. I'm soured on it. Bad. It's a bad yeah. product. Welcome bad. to the show, Charlie. Welcome yeah. to oh, the show, baby. You don't even, yeah, you don't even, you don't, you don't even want me to start ranting on that. So. Oh, that's why all you're here, baby. Time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All yep. t- it's a slow <laughs> yeah. burn, people. Yeah. I can't wait. Exactly. You got to build it up. You can't, uh, you can't hot shot this angle. Yeah. Don't give them the encore before the intro. We'll exactly. uh, we'll save we'll save the first rant for when we use that topic of is Roman Reigns the greatest wrestler of all time? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like I'm watching right now. Um, they got that. What is it? Raw unscripted. That's the greatest thing of all time. You should. Really oh see yeah. That. Oh yeah. It's great. It's great right now. Shayna Baszler's in there. Um, wrestling and it's it fake, really fake MMA, yeah. man. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Fake Dude, MMA. Is, it's is, is the that un- underground? Is, is yeah, underground. Yeah, she's watching some. She's oh, that's some good girl. shit. No, it's Dude, good I really shit. think I can hear Vince being like, you know, Vince, our company's kind of on the ropes right now. Ropes? We're not on the ropes. In fact, let's take down those ropes, and we got. WWE underground. underground. That's how good. Like, <laughs> That's underground, pal. There's no roads to be man. on. And let's let's let's. Sheen hasn't been on it for a solid nine months. Let's put him yep. back on. Yep. Give uh, me a raw, a raw, uh, a rare steak and a cup of black coffee. And <laughs> uh, Sheen is here body slamming chicks and <laughs> doing doing soft punches. It's like, yeah. yeah. Well, we'll get there. Yeah. Steve, yeah, yeah. What a, how did you get? Uh, how did I'm you the get second deep into wrestling? Yeah. So oh, okay. um, my early, yeah. So like, like Charlie, my dad was and still is a huge wrestling fan. And like, it's funny, you know, I talk to him at least once a week, and he's like in a, he's in a uh, assisted living place. And like, even now, like, you know, say I have a 30 minute phone call with him. Sometimes 20, 25 minutes of it is wrestling. It's great. Nice. But, uh, I called my dad. So you don't need to be on the podcast. You don't need yeah. to be on the podcast. You get, or we'll bring wrestling. my dad in on sometimes. Oh, yeah. great idea. <laughs> but, um, my earliest memories were watching the AWA with my dad, and my two brothers Sunday mornings, you know, and that was like, you know, some of the earliest memories of like the road warriors were in there for a while. Um, the fabulous ones, Steve Kern oh, and Stan nice. Lane. Those nice. guys were good. And obviously Bachwinkle and those guys that uh, – um, um, what was his name? Jerry Blackwell? Is that, that He was a big name then, I think. Sounds but familiar. Anyway, yeah, so, I mean, yeah, I was into the AWA, and then I very nice. quickly got into the WWF as a kid. Um, it was like Superstars and Wrestling Challenge and Primetime and TNT and all those shows huge fan and then as i hit the school years my 
you know, I, there's two best friends of mine and I got, you know, we, we sit there and talk about it in school all the time. Um, the first wrestling show I attended, and I don't know if you guys remember this, was in 1988. It was called WrestleFest and it was at, Mil it was at County Stadium. Sick. And the main event was Hogan Andre in a steel cage. Nice. And Whoa. That's Dude, it was a, an outstanding house show. show. House show special. Yeah, and like you know, Andre's they, got, they did Andre it. climb the cage? No, <laughs> but uh, they uh, recorded it because you know they'd show random episode or random matches from it on the other shows like wrestling. Uh, what do you call it? Like primetime and stuff. And I think I don't know. I don't think WrestleFest in its entirety is on the uh, WWE network, but matches are, and. Um, this is, you know, my, you know, like Charlie, I always favor the heels. I, this is one of my all-time favorite memories, and I can picture it to this day. We were maybe two sections up from the, the um, ring, and I swear to God, like, there was nobody standing up. I was the only guy standing up from me to the ring. And this was when the Rougeau brothers just turned heel. I think I told this story before. But um, – Jacques Rougeau, you know, they were doing their, they were wrestling the Killer Bees, I think, and they were doing nice. their heel things. And then at one point, Jacques Rougeau is like, you know, like acting like a smart ass. And he turns, and I'm literally the only person standing up, and I give him like these hearty, like thumbs up. And he turns and gives me two thumbs up back. And I <laughs> oh, was yeah. just like over the moon, like that this heel wrestler acknowledged me. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, as I got to high school years, um, my buddies and I pretty much every time, WWE came to town, we go to, um, or WWF, we go to the Bradley Center to see him. And another favorite heel memory was, um, was when Bret Hart, I think, I don't, I think he was the Intercontinental Champion. He was a good guy. And he was feuding with the Warlord. And we decided to start cheering loudly for the Warlord. And again, I kid you not, like at one point we kept chanting Warlord and it <laughs> felt like the entire Bradley Center responded Hitman, and we got this warlord Hitman nice. chant going. Nice. <laughs> I think we were probably like two of like seven people in America that cheered for the warlord, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but he was the heel, heel, and we liked him. Yeah, you no, know, it, it's crazy. I think until very recently, I didn't appreciate heels. Like I would say within the last few years, once I started to really get into wrestling and I think after oh, yeah. I attended my first live event, that's when I started. I think to when you get older, it's just like, you know, the world sucks. So it's like, you might as well just cheer for the bad guy. Cause they're just yeah. way more fun. We come yeah. more cynical and shit. So it much. Yeah. Yeah. Like my first anti-establishment. Yeah. And, and, um, Charlie, this was like, you made me think of this with the iron cheek. Um, I went to a house show at, at, um, Bradley Center, and it was when um, Sergeant Slaughter was a heel. He was like pro Iraqi, yeah. And it was him and General Adnan, and it, like they had wrestled their match, and they were heading up, and like we were, we had our seats right above like the entranceway, yeah. And I remember standing up and saluting Sergeant Slaughter, and he stopped, looked up at me, and saluted. <laughs> and it was yeah. like, you know, and once again, like especially awesome. during like an actual war. Yeah. Nobody was cheering for him, but like we were, of course, we were cheering for him. Yeah, rebels. Y'all yep. are rebels. I know. Char walking in there with a turban, and then you're. Oh, it's awesome, dude. Yeah. The whole place is packed. They're, <laughs> it's just the whole place you. is booing us. Yeah, yeah you're talking eighties. You're talking eighties, or was it? Yeah. yeah, late eighties, probably. Yeah, late eighties, well, and everybody's like played at a Boston yep. Red Sox Fenway. Park. Yeah, yeah. It's like game, you're just game seven or something. But why? Yep. But you can still get the same amount of hate and like booze 
If you oh, do yeah. something like that for something that's theatrical, it's not even that was like, awesome. Yeah, yeah, it's so funny. I love um, it. So yeah, I mean, then I like WWF in the '80s. I was like super into, but then at some point, I slowly like my like a good friend of mine kept going on and on about how the nwa was oh, like would, you know yeah. it's like rick flair man this is the if you like wrestling that's yeah. where the good matches are and i kind of resisted it because i like the you know as a kid i like the characters yeah but then i started dad, watching and like i don't remember the exact time frame but when i started making the switch to nwa wcw i remember it was when the great muda was in there and he had his feud with like sting and like flair and some of the matches were just like outstanding and i remember yeah. uh, oh and then the um Terry Funk, Ric Flair, um, I quit match. Um, like some of the, I forget, again, I, I wish I could remember. I think it was maybe like, like 90, 91 or something, but I started making that switch. And then I feel like there was a short period of time where I waned a little on wrestling. And then again, like Charlie, uh, the, uh, when the Monday night war, like I was kind of watching it oh, and I watched, um, six Oh five on TBS with my dad all the time. The, um, uh, Saturday night, uh, and I, just, I loved it. We, we'd order pizza and stuff. But um, when um, Nitro aired, I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna give wrestling another shot. And I, I pretty much, you know, watched. I, I would not miss Nitro week to week, week after week after week. And then yeah, when when the NWO started going, I mean, it was to me like must watch TV. That was great. Yeah, it was great. I, I I think I took a little bit different of a journey than you guys in that when WCW faltered like the last year or so I stopped watching it and I just, oh, I, oh, I quit. It was horrible. But, but oh, where I was horrible. different, it's but horrible. where I was different is I, <laughs> I didn't watch WWE. Like the attitude oh, era. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I bailed on the attitude era. I didn't like oh, it. Yeah. Um, you said that. Interesting. You good stuff. I just thought that it was, was awesome. trashy. <laughs> and I don't know why, trashy, but, but I and just thought, like, awesome. I thought it was trashy and like, I'm not like, I don't know. I always think of like the May Young giving birth to a hand, and that oh, like, some of them, that's where they some lost me. That's yeah. where Vince Russo throwing everything, yeah. in, throwing Jerry Springer booking. You know? Yeah. So then I went a good, I, mean, I don't know how long, but maybe seven years without watching wrestling, and then I actually watched TNA for a while when when Jeff Jarrett and like uh, I think when Christian was there. I, I forget what era that was, but I was watching it for a little while. I didn't love it, but it was something different. And then, um, I don't know, at some point I started watching WWF. And then, uh, of course, President, now I've canceled the network and I'm like all in on AEW. And uh, I'm trying, I wish I could see more like Impact. I yeah, was too I, know. Cheap, I was too cheap to pay for their service, but uh, nah. plus it's a month behind. But um, yeah, I'm kind of like at a point now where I'll watch anything that isn't like NWA, anything that isn't WWE. Yeah. Amazing. Like how we all kind of bookmark like fond memories. Like we could tell how old we were, who we were with just because of wrestling. And it's just like, you know, wrestling just isn't for everybody, but I don't know. It's kind of like, like Charlie said, it's either in your DNA or it's not. So I just, if I can interrupt too, I just saw, I I thought of one other thing I meant to say. So, you know, I went to all the, like I said, I went to a lot of WWF house shows my buddy and I one time in the early 90s, late 80s, I think it was early 90s, went to a WCW show and it was at the uh, auditorium. And it was weird because it was like a crowd, a fan base that wasn't into it. And like you could tell they were kind of WWF fans that had nothing better to do. 
so it was like the most flat show like the crowd was not into it except cowboy bob orton was wrestling somebody and for whatever reason the crowd's like oh yeah we know him he was in wwe and like he got the biggest pop of the night and he was like a heel mid carter and it was just hilarious i remember because when the match started he was trying to be the classic heel like not acknowledge the fans but the fans were so behind him that he started actually like kind of playing it up and like by the end of it he was like totally working for the crowd but it was like yeah i went to a whole sh- whole wcw show that had luger and a bunch of people and cowboy bob orton had, had the pop of the night <laughs> ah, that's funny oh mild all right well that was a lot of fun seeing where we all got our uh, wrestling bug bit and um can't wait to continue more uh i'm sure we're going to get into more stories where we were and uh, tangents about great wrestling over the years. Uh, this was a really fun one. Charlie, thanks a lot for joining us. Cool. Yeah. And remember, everybody, keep the K-Pay, baby. Yep. Bye. Keep it. Woo! Keep it.